For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the morning show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. And a good Tuesday morning to you. Coming up a little bit later in this hour, Dr. Caroline Daly, a radiologist who specializes in breast health at Bronson, will be on the air with us. We'll talk a little bit about mammograms and cancer prevention. And we've got a contingent in our studio right now from the Battle Creek Regional History Museum. Doug Sturdivant is the uh, chairman of the board there, and he's with us. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. Good to see you again. And uh, Ken Wade is here. Hey, Ken. Good morning. Charlie Ashley is here, too. Hi, Charlie. Hello there. I don't think we've had you here before for this, but it's nice to have all three of you here. Actually, Charlie you. reached out. He heard about our uh, estate sale that we had last week. And I uh, wanted to see if there were any historical items that uh, might be, uh, you know, lost forever. Well, great minds think alike, Charlie. <laughs> I, I, I was already thinking about that and thinking about you guys. And so I managed to uh, uh, stole away a few items. And also uh, our manager, Mary Fork, was uh, very kind also to think about you guys. And uh, is going to donate some items as well. So we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Hopefully, you can find room for them yeah, over there. Not a problem. Now, how long has the Regional History Museum now been in operation over there on Jackson Street? Uh, actually, it's been in operation since 2013. So and we're getting about eight years now. Yes. Yeah, they bought the building in 13, and we opened in 14. And buying the building, I mean, that's that's no easy matter. I mean, it's it was actually quite a substantial building. Used to be Battle Creek Equipment, right? Right, and we, we actually purchased the building on a land contract. And actually, we wouldn't have the building without uh, Jim and Roberto Rocco, who actually put down the first installment of funds for the building. And then we developed the land contract with the Dodies. And we paid that land contract off just a couple weeks ago, August 30th, and uh, it was due in October of 2023, so we paid it off a couple years earlier. Oh, that's magnificent, uh, and and I know, and we saw the picture in the shopper and the information about paying off the mortgage, and, and then your tragedy struck just a couple of days later. A couple of days later. Uh, Jim Rocco passed a couple of days after we I uh, had the picture in the shopper, and uh, it's unfortunate because he and Roberta were responsible for us having the building, but at least he was able to see us pay off the land contract. And now the sky's the limit, you yes. know. That, that really unties your hands, you know, with what you can do once you get past that obstacle, Absolutely. doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, a lot of things have been going on. Uh, some A new door, some renovations. I think last time we had you in here, you were talking a little bit about that. But what's it looking like there now? It's, it's, it's looking like it, it's 
going to be a museum someday, you know, a big <laughs> one. Uh, we're, we've been putting up walls and uh, um, new doors and, and uh, fixing the bathrooms. And, and we have a new entrance we're working on. It's going to be really nice. It's going to look good. The, what we're going to be calling the front of the building is, is really looking good. Um, we, we just keep going, keep plugging, you know. It's got that great mural on the side of the building that used to be out in the industrial yes. park. And then uh, recently there was an addition to that, uh, which depicts Native Americans in the very, very early days yes. of the of the area. And and then right next to that is that new entrance uh, right there on the oh, west yes. side. On the west side of the yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so that's going to be great. And I know there are also a lot of ideas on the table about... You know, maybe getting some other historical organizations here in in our area kind of involved, and so that those plans are in the works. Maybe a little early to announce them, but. right? But we're trying to uh, collaborate with the historical society as well as Kingwood Museum, and uh, we have been having some meetings to see if we could possibly uh, come together and 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 work together as a unit uh, instead of working separately. Because I think together we are much stronger than we are separately. So. That's one of the things we've been doing, and we've been working with the Battle Creek Community Foundation to uh, maybe help us uh, get this thing to happen. It's so important to, to do, uh, because we've got such a rich history here in Battle Creek. And, uh, you know, I bumped into Kurt Thornton, I think, on Friday. Uh, he was actually up here kind of looking around. <laughs> and, you know, we both had the same thought. You know, we've lost a lot of the really great historians in our community in recent years. Uh, Jim Rocco, just the latest. Yes. Uh, but Duff Stoltz, Mary Butler. Uh, over Francis, in Mo- Kurt's parents. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt's uh, parents and Francis Thornton. I, I mean, so many people, the Marditches, Michael yeah. and Dorothy Mardich, that uh, spent so much time and effort making sure that our history was preserved here in, in Battle Creek, and, and now they're gone. So it's time to pass the torch and yes. uh, and step it up, and uh, the Battle Creek Regional History Museum is kind of right in the middle of that, isn't it? Yes, we are. Yeah. And, and that's our goal is to step it up, and hopefully 2022 will be a much better year for us and we can get the doors open sure one of the the people that we've been mentioning people and and, uh the moody's we don't want to forget the moody's they are they were with the um thorntons and the roccos they were very big and especially post history yeah yeah they they have their own museum out there and and, uh congress township and uh so we don't want to forget them no, and uh, and you know if you go a little further east over to Marshall, uh, the Collinses yes. uh, were very big historians too, and now they're both gone as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's, so it's up to us, you know, to to kind of keep that alive and keep that history going. And you know, maybe one of these days too, a lot of it'll end up online. You know, I I love the uh, fact that our newspaper archive is online now. So if you want to know something that happened, you can spend a little time online and find it. Right. You know. Yeah. So that would be great. And uh, we've got a great uh, Battle Creek Historical Society with a, a really uh, fabulous archive. And, you know, so I guess the sky's the limit on what we can do with yes. that. Yes, it is. And, and you know, we had, uh, before COVID, we had third Saturday programs. We'd hold at the museum every third Saturday. And it was really great and greatly attended also. And we're hoping to uh, next year start those back up and we 
have tripled the space in which we held the old uh, presentations and now we have room enough to actually hold a much larger crowd and keep them distanced as well so mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a great addition to the to the community well i remember back you know just as uh, this pandemic was hitting we were talking ken you had a big event planned uh, like a musical event and it was and uh you know that had to be canceled uh any talk about maybe bringing that back or is it still a little <clears throat> early um no um we have things in the uh, that we're still talking, but it's it's a little early to get it going and whatnot. Um, uh, Bobby Holly was uh, in that real big, and the um, Del Shannon, Del Shannon's son was uh, talking with us, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we had we had some real nice plans for, uh, but they just this pandemic just uh, ruined everything. <laughs> It did, but you know, you paid off the mortgage through it all, yeah, and uh, yeah. and uh, did some uh, renovations yeah. there, and so yeah, it really, uh, we're in pretty good shape, I think, heading forward. Yeah. Charlie, well, what what's your interest in uh, this museum? Why did you get involved with it? Well, the uh, statement was made some years ago that you don't really have a hard interest in history until you're forty. <laughs> yeah, I'm well qualified in that department. <laughs> uh, I've, I've always had a, a liking for older things and so on, and uh, although I didn't save a lot of things over the years, but uh, uh, hanging out with these uh, other younger people, uh, <laughs> begin to appreciate more what's going on. Uh, I'm a host on Saturdays and uh, sometimes on Sundays, and uh, uh, we're debating now for sure whether to keep the Sunday hours it's been slowly attended lately and I hope that may be because of the pandemic problems but um, I also help out the um, building and grounds peoples um, kind of keep their shop halfway organized help them find tools and all that well it is really perfect building for this sort of thing I mean it it, it's not a really old building for one thing i mean some right. buildings are very old but uh, the, it's got it's a seasoned building but what it goes back to maybe the 1958 it was yep. built oh it's as old as me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's what two stories three oh it's a three-story yeah, building Forty-nine thousand square feet and wow it's three stories uh the main floor which we hope to have the museum is about fifteen thousand square feet and we'll probably utilize about 13,000 of that for displays and exhibits. Well, it, and it's always a challenge for any museum to constantly rotate in new things for people to see so you get them coming back and stuff. And uh, I've been talking with Dave Eddy, uh, the former morning mayor here on WBCK, quite a bit here this summer. And uh, we've got a few ideas and uh, got some stuff here at the radio station I want to donate to the museum. We'll uh, talk about that. When we come back in just a little bit, Charlie Ashley, Doug Sturdivant, Ken Wade, all from the Battle Creek Regional History Museum are here. We're talking about the Battle Creek Regional History Museum. Charlie Ashley, Doug Sturdivant, Ken Wade are all here from that organization. And, uh, you know, as you know, the uh, uh, radio station will be moving out of this building where we uh, started in 1948 
the uh, portion of the building we're sitting in right now was the transmitter building. And somewhere around, I've seen some old photos of engineers uh, sitting behind a table just checking their transmitter readings, and you could eat off the floor because these guys didn't have a lot to do uh, as long as everything was working right. (laughs) And so they'd mop the floor about three times a day, I think. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what it was like. And, and the radio station was housed in the what is now the Milton or the uh, Security National Bank building at the time. And then when there was a fire there in the late 50s and station management decided to build an addition out here, move the station here, and which they did in, in 1964. And about that time, the federal government came along and uh, decided that uh, they were going to put one... Uh, emergency studio in each town, whatever the big station was in town. So in Kalamazoo, it was WKZO, and and uh, in Battle Creek, it was WBCK. And they built an actual bomb shelter in this building, and then they put in some radio equipment so that the uh, uh, radio person on duty could go down there and broadcast live if there was some sort of nuclear event. And uh, that equipment, uh, you know, was do- uh, donated to stations then. It was basically signed over, I don't know, 20 years ago by FEMA, uh, the Federal Emergency Management Association. And so we took ownership of that equipment. It hasn't been used, but uh, we'd like to donate that equipment to the Regional History Museum. Dave Eddy and I thought it might make kind of a neat little exhibit. Uh, we've got some photographs so that we can kind of set it up like it was. But there's even like a big uh, yellow. It looks like a like one of those big flashlights, square flashlights. But what it is is it's a radiation detector. Huh. And uh, it's bright yellow. And that was, <laughs> you know, there were radiation sickness pills down there. There's manuals and, and, and some kind of interesting stuff from another era. So we've got that stuff we want to donate. Uh, I found a jacket here. I think Terry Shannon brought that jacket over several years ago. And it says Remote 93, uh, a blue jacket with yellow lettering. Uh, It's kind of neat. We've got some uh, older station banners, too, that uh, might be kind of neat to hang up. And uh, But uh, probably the the most revered piece of equipment that we want to donate is uh, an old uh, green royal typewriter that was used in our newsroom here probably we think it could go back to the very beginnings of the station uh in 1948 but tom McHale used that uh typewriter to type his news before him jim cleaver and uh so we'd like to make sure that we donate that also and hopefully you can find a place for it dave any and i have a few ideas maybe we can help out That'd be well, great. Yeah. You know, yeah. per- perhaps we could even find some recordings. And, you know, a lot of museums you'll go to and you'll, you'll be reading about it and you'll see the stuff. And there's a button you can push to hear some uh, recordings. And that, it would be kind of neat to be able to bring that to life yeah, that, as well. That would be great. You know, if you can have anything hands on, it really adds to the presence of the museum. You know, because, you know, just having displays and. You know, people can walk and look into the display, but they just see items. It doesn't tell them anything. And so we want a lot of hands-on items in the museum and things that talk about the history and things of that nature where you can push a button and hear people that have done things in the past. 
Well, they say that uh, there are three ways that people learn and communicate, and that's one by listening, and two by sight, and three by hands-on. Uh, and uh, I think museums try to do all uh, at the same time. So uh, uh, hopefully we could do that. Oh, I also have another item here. Uh, this is the WBCK official news trowel. <laughs> Any idea what that might have been used for? The It says the official WBCK news trowel, and it frankly looks just like a cement trowel. Yeah. Well, b- back before computers, teletypes had a roll of paper, and they would type news continuously. And often, like if people were away for a couple hours or maybe during the overnight, that thing would sit and tick a a big pile of paper on the floor in one continuous roll. And so you need to separate the stuff you want from the stuff you don't want. And so what you would do is you'd hold the paper down and put the WBCK official news trowel on there, and then you could rip it cleanly. And uh, so that was that was what that was in the newsroom, and uh, we we used to have racks on the walls in there that said Detroit News, Detroit uh, Free Press, Battle Creek Inquirer, you know, and we would subscribe to all those newspapers. And God help you if you took that paper out of the newsroom and didn't put it back in its slot, <laughs> because uh, that was uh, important uh, information. Uh, we did a lot of things different back then. Uh, you know than than we do now but uh hopefully we can maybe find a home and and kind of recreate that history a little bit with you guys oh that'd be great i think we ought to uh we ought to say that tell the people that that the museum is free we don't charge to get into the museum so um other than not having the time or something like that you don't have an excuse not to come (laughs) down and and see what we're doing and see our displays and uh, well, when's our next opportunity to do that ken we're open on uh saturdays and sundays um i believe the saturday is nine to five ten, ten to five ten to five on saturday okay. and noon noon to five, five on sunday. yeah so get down and what's the address over on jackson 307 west jackson okay. street yeah um the other thing if i may i'd like to put in a little plug here uh the we have volunteers and uh uh of course we're we're telling you that if you would like to volunteer we we need volunteers and uh there's a lot of different things there that you could do um to your interest of going through papers going through uh donations uh working in buildings and grounds um i am a board member and the head of the buildings and grounds um i have several um men that donate their time to us to buildings and grounds um we can we can use more uh, volunteers for buildings and grounds because uh, there's a lot to take care of here is there a number to call, Ken, or should we just come down on a Saturday, or what? Well, the the easiest way is is the to um, come down on uh, buildings and grounds is there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays from eight thirty till noon, and this is when we work. Um, these guys that volunteer, I call him, I call them my guys. <laughs> um, 
that's how I refer to them. They're a great okay. bunch of guys. Uh, one of the first that uh, started working with me here is Charlie. He, and uh, I believe it was in 14, probably the latter part of the year, uh, Charlie came in and decided that he wanted to, to give us a hand. So he he's one of my first guys. Um, we have Bill Ryan, who is also the treasurer board member who works in buildings and grounds. Um, Jim Cable. J Jim Cable uh, is also a board member and helps us in buildings and grounds. Jim um, Sounds like you got half the town involved. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad to hear that. That is great. So, uh, is there a phone number, or should we? Uh, well, you can get a hold of uh, Doug at um, uh, that's seven eight eight two one seven nine. You can get a hold of myself at uh, obviously this is two six nine five seven nine three five one one. Those would be the two of the best. Uh, or just come down on a Saturday at 10 yes, and see what it's all about. Perfect. That'd be perfect. All right. Battle Creek Regional History Museum. Charlie Ashley, Doug Sturt of Aunt Kenway. Thanks a lot for your time this morning. And uh, we'll welcome. get that stuff to you. And okay. maybe one of these days we'll have a new exhibit there. Definitely. Yep. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.